Well, I'm delighted to have in the studio with me Clive Capel from the Wharton Wembridge Regatta. Good morning, Clive. Good morning, Graham. Great to be back again. Good to have you along. And it's regatta again this year, of course. It's come round. keeps coming round. It, it does. It keeps coming round. We're actually slightly more than a year from the last one because we've got a peculiarity of something called the Garten Calendar, which is, and I blame Easter. It's all around Easter. Oh, is that what Easter it is? was early or later, whatever it was this year, it, it changes the date of our regatta. So next year, I think we'll be back to May. But Oh, let's it, hope so, because unfortunately, we cannot be along there tomorrow to, to help uh, things go along. But uh, we wish you well, and uh, you. glad you came in this we morning. Yeah, we hope to be back next year then. Uh, but it's been going a long time, this regatta. When did it begin? 1862 was the first Walton Amateur Regatta, and then there have been various iterations throughout the years. But in Olympic year 2012... Uh, that was our 150th anniversary year, and we celebrated that in great style. So we're sort of, where are we now? 156, I think, My year. goodness, yeah. But My I wasn't there me. at the beginning, Yeah, what a, what a tradition. And <laughs> it was always, even back in the 19th century, a big event for the town, wasn't it? It was a very big event. You have to remember that in those days, um, people couldn't just jump in a car and disappear off to Windsor for the day or whatever. So local events were really, really important and uh, the regatta was one of the big events um, for the town of Walton-on-Thames, uh, and it was um, supported by people like Sir Arthur Sullivan and W.S. Gilbert and Richard Doyley Cart, who at the time were you know, absolutely massive people. Um, royalty was there as well, Louis of Battenberg. He, he lived in, the, um, in Elm Grove for a while. Um, with his family so yes it was a, a, a very very big event um all the way through until the war really right yeah in, indeed and uh it's been something that's kept going it's got amazing support i mean what strikes me every year is just how many races you've got i mean there's something going on about every three minutes isn't there pretty much it's it's programmed to go every two to three minutes and it amazingly it does generally keep reasonably to time there are occasional secret breaks if you look very closely at the timetable, you'll see the odd secret break to give us a, a chance to catch up if, if yes, something goes any, wrong. Any problem, yeah. But generally speaking, it's pretty good. We're starting this year at 8.15, the first race, and the last race is due, I think, at, eight tw- at uh, 6.27. Wow. So that's a lot of racing. Yeah, I think we in. normally will probably finish about quarter past six, but generally mm. it's a pretty well-run event. The people mm-hmm. who run this regatta really do know what they're doing. Um, and keep to time. And, of course, the best side, well, the side to, is, is the Wharton-on-Thames side to, to actually watch the racing, isn't it, along the towpath? Yeah, the towpath really runs all the way from, well, it runs all the way from uh, Weybridge Ladies Rowing Club all the way down to mm. Hampton Court. Yeah. But the bit that we're on, uh, we start at what we call the Blue Bridge, which is by Walter Marina, and we run downstream to uh, Miskin's Wharf, which is just a little bit... Um, upstream of the Walton St George's boathouses. Yeah, and it's a fairly straight course, isn't it? It's a bit of a kink in it. There's a bit of a kink. We don't like to make things too easy because otherwise <laughs> that just gets boring. You know, you could be racing at Dorney Lake and, yeah. uh, and that's just straight and boring. No, they're, they're, it's a pretty straight um, course, but there are some interesting... There is one particular kink that catches rowers out, uh, more so if there are boats moored alongside the riverside. And that's a problem. We do have to sometimes move boats because if they're in a rather critical con- um, position right, for against the, the wharf, yeah. uh, we have had boats disappearing under a, uh, under a sort of a moored 
launch or, or oh dear, uh, you know yeah. river cruiser or mm. something so that that's mm. a, occasionally a bit of a problem so and, and you're out in the early hours aren't you a saturday morning or to to actually get the course marked out well yeah we've managed to agree for the last couple of years that the course can be marked out in the late afternoon on friday oh that's good um yeah. and we have to put um lights on buoys for navigation purposes so that but they will be collected and, and, and switched off about six o'clock in the morning so we'll be down there from about six six thirty setting up the marquee for catering and all the other marquees come along um and then it's just full on it's, it's sort of eight o'clock just sort of happens without us really realizing because mm. we're all busy setting things up yeah and of course what we have to do at the end of the day is take it all down again right and i know the catering is famous the catering <laughs> actually, i can vouch for it actually the catering at walton weybridge actually i have yeah. to say is pretty good it's a mm. it's a joint venture between weybridge rowing club and walton rowing club um, um members from both clubs get together and just generally sort it out between themselves and we're providing hot drinks and cold drinks and sandwiches and baguettes and uh, of course lots of famous homemade cakes my sister is busy baking so <laughs> yeah. thank you joe um and yes i mean we do a pretty good job on the catering i think good yes yeah, so, because it's quite well. a long day isn't it but a uh, lot of enthusiasm always along the along the towpath of course obviously all those people rooting for their teams there uh, how, how many how many uh, how many people have got taking part this year then well, my uh, entry secretary um, told me yesterday that we have 913 rowers and scullers, Goodness which is mate. an awful lot of people. So getting on towards 1,000 people. Now, I suspect some of those will duplicate because you might do a, a, an event in the morning and an event in the afternoon. So you might be in a quad in the afternoon and a, and a double in the morning or something. But it's still a lot of people. And if you work out that they've got all their supporters and a lot of them are juniors, about 75% of the races are, are for junior people uh, that's sort of 13 to 7 to 18 so they often come along with parents and siblings so you can see how the number of people on the towpath at any one time sort of just gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm. um which is good obviously for the catering and the local um, pubs the swan and the anglers they get uh, extra trade from all of that which mm. is uh, which is good for them and the number of clubs involved then because you, you attract clubs from quite a wide area it's it's a, it's a large number this year. It's 34 different clubs. So, of course, there were the local clubs, Weybridge, Walton, Weybridge Ladies and St. George's. But um, there are 30 other clubs ranging from um, individual um, rowing clubs like Weybridge Rowing Club to towns, universities, um, schools and colleges. The furthest one we've got this year is actually from Shanklin on the Isle of Wight. So oh, well right. done to them for yeah, braving right. the um, yeah. White Link. Um, <laughs> they haven't rowed then, across then. They haven't rowed across, apparently, <laughs> oh, right. no, no. In fact, they might even, to come to think of it, they, last year they borrowed one of our boats, so I don't know oh, if that really? may be happening again. Yeah. Um, and then Lee Rowing Club in East London, where we go um, every so often to, to row there. That's, that's a nice, nice club. And then Radley College uh, out west in Oxfordshire. Right, okay, so, so quite a wide area, really. Quite a, quite a yeah. wide area and a pretty decent number of uh, different mm. clubs this, this year, yes. We're very, very pleased with the support. But, of course, the more races we have, um, 200, 218 races, but it means we have to start sort of fairly early. So it's an 8.15 start, mm. and we, as I said earlier, we're finishing mm. at about half past six. Yeah, so a lot of races, a lot, 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 lot to get in. Are there sort of finals up to lunchtime and, and then another lot in the evening, like? 
Yes. There have been in recent years. Yeah, in recent years we've split the regatta because it's a busy time for youngsters with exams and so on. So at least this does mean that they can say, well, I'll row in the morning or row in the afternoon and they've got that extra mm. time that they need mm. to, to study. Mm. So it's self-contained in the morning and self-contained in the afternoon, yes. You're right, right. Now you're mentioning mainly 13 to 17-year-olds, but uh, there are some seniors racing as well? There are. We the, the youngest The youngest competitor this year is 13 and the eldest is 71. 71? 71. So, you know, you're not too old to row when no, you're no. a bit geriatric. It's, it's, uh, you know, it does, it's a sport that is it's pretty much age neutral. It tends to be junior heavy because of schools, but there are, there's a huge amount of senior people, particularly mm. people, they, they tend to go off in the middle of their middle years, the 20s, and then they come back as they get established in careers and they have a bit more money and families and so on, then mm. they come back to rowing. So you get a lot of youngsters and a lot of people at the other end of the age spectrum, not so much in the middle, which we, we'd like to... Uh, like yeah. to get some more people in that middle section but it's also very nice this year it's you know the, the regattas are very gender gender neutral so this year it's about a 50 50 split between oh, right. male and female right yeah i was going to say actually struck me when i go each year there's, there's a lot of women taking part as well as men it's one of those sports yeah. where both sexes seem to excel well yes in my in my rowing club at weybridge we have we have probably about 70 percent, 60 70 percent girls oh right okay so really <clears> popular <throat> it's very popular with the girls yes yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, have you got the uh, – what amazes me as well is the is the, uh, the old cups that used to be won. Some of them are really huge. They are they are absolutely beautiful, yes. Yeah. Two yes, or three feet high, some of them. Right, some I, of them. I, I know some years you have them on display. Is that happening this year? Yes, or? it is. Yeah, we have, we have security down there, um, yes. PAL security, provide um, security for the, for the cups. Uh, and uh, it's lovely to see them because for many years – in fact, for, many, for, for the first, about the first – six or seven years where i was involved with the regatta i didn't even know we had any because we'd, we'd not seen them out and it was somebody made a comment when we were talking about what we could do for our 550th in the olympic year 2012 and somebody said well what about the cups and i said what cups <laughs> and they said well we've got all these trophies and cups and i said well didn't know about this so long story cut short we got them out they were so well received and we actually now for, for certain events where there is a, a relationship to the trophy and the event, we actually award those trophies. Now, in the old days, you'd have taken them away, you've got them engraved, you'd have put them in your school or club trophy cabinet. We don't allow that anymore because it, it's just a bit of a problem sometimes getting them back and remembering mm. where they've gone. And the security so involved as well, I guess. There is security, of yes. course, and they're yeah. quite valuable. So we do um, make sure we have security on the day and... The pleasure for the youngsters particularly, um, but all crews who win those trophies, they get the photograph taken with them. Um, they can say they've won the mm. so-and-so, the Secretary's yeah. Cup or whatever it is, uh, and then we put it back on the shelf and it's locked away for the uh, for the next year. But all the all the winners uh, get a pewter tanker, don't they? All the winners get tankards, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Excellent. So everyone who wins something goes away with... Not only points on their on their British rowing uh, license, but also a tankard as, a, mem- as a, mem- a memento of the day. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, Clive, and telling us all about the regatta. And uh, reminder, then, it's this Saturday, eight fifteen, on the towpath at Walton on Thames. It is indeed. And just if you down from Walton Bridge. Yeah, just down from Walter Bridge. And if you don't get enough of that, of course, you've got Weybridge Ladies Regatta the next day, um, which is in the Cut, the Desborough Cut which is sort of the Weybridge end of of the Thames. So this is what we term as the Weybridge weekend.
Indeed, in indeed. rowing the Weybridge weekend, yes. Wow, what a good idea. Anyway, well, good luck with everything to, on Saturday and hope it goes well for you. Thank you very much, Graham. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.